Hello, my ladies, my gays, my theys, and the men who get it. Today, I have a guest, one of my all-time faves. It is Abby Rosemary. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and Abby is back because it's time to talk about another nice guy TikToker who may not be as nice as he appears. A one, a two. He's a nice guy, what a nice guy, till he's screaming in your face. And he's a nice guy, such a nice guy, but he'll put you in your place. And he's a nice guy, what a nice guy, till he gets caught. He's a nice guy, such a nice guy, until he's not F the nice guy. Okay, Abby. So you and I did the nice guy TikToker big doozy one. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> really, really big. Two-parter. <laughs> Two-parter. Going back and seeing the amount of times my jaw dropped and my eyes bugged out of my skull was uh, impressive. But today, today you're bringing the heat. You're bringing the tea. Mm -hmm. I have, I don't know anything, but I am all in. So what is going on in the world of TikTok? You know, it's a fascinating thing, and it, it's a reminder that they don't have to have a gigantic platform in order to, well, do the, the same patterns as all their bigger name counterparts have done, and also, like, to cause harm. Uh, so, now, as a, a backstory, I had no idea who this person was. <laughs> like, legitimately, I had yeah, no yeah. clue. Um, and I, I won't even say the follower count because that's a good way to like potentially find the guy. The first time I heard about this guy was because my mutuals started talking about him. Both the women and the men who are my mutuals were stitching him and, and being like, hey, listen, this is not a good take. And all of them were getting blocked. And so obviously that's going to continue the conversation like, oh, it, you get the tiniest bit of pushback and everyone is officially persona non grata. Uh -oh. So I was like, okay, I've never heard of this dude before. Let me go check him out. Because what had happened was this particular creator was talking about, if you need men to do the work, let men do the work. And it really was this attitude of, we can't be demanding perfectionism and, you know, basically center men on the anti-misogyny journey. And, ooh, mm -hmm. ooh. Mm -hmm. This is a guy who creates content about dismantling misogyny. Yes. His entire oh. platform is that he's a feminist ally. Let's deconstruct uh, patriarchal conditioning. Let's get rid of misogyny. And I forget what the full uh, lead up to it, but the video that all of my mutuals were stitching was about this. Well, I'm going to set a boundary, which automatically <laughs> red flag number fucking one. If they say boundary, I mm -hmm. swear to God, one, they're going to misuse it. And two, they're probably a nice guy. Like every mm -hmm. freaking time. Like for somebody who's doing such a copy paste of women's talking points, you glazed over the Jonah Hill situation I see. <laughs> Like, I'm going to set a boundary, but boundary means I'm going to control you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Love it. Uh, Love that for us. Right. And and the whole video was this, you know, <laughs> oh, hey, boundary. We got to let men, you know, do the work. And, 
you know, it, it immediately raised all of my heckles. It reminded me of all the ways that I had been gaslit out of my own abuse, which is like, mm. oh, you're demanding perfection, blah, 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 blah. That was honestly it for me. I was like, okay, I'm going to support my mutuals. I'm going to go on with my day. I am exhausted with calling out nice guys. I'm sad. <laughs> Tell me about but, it. <laughs> right? But then there were these women who started coming after my mutuals and, and, you know, a lot of them I consider friends and I am watching, especially the ones who are not just in the comments, but making their own videos, no. attacking, like full on attacking, not, and, and mind you, they weren't just my mutuals. They were apparently those women's mutuals as well. And they are going like, to give an example, I, 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 I hesitate to even like fully enact how she was because it just was so venomous. But there was this attitude of like, well, maybe he should talk slower or use crayons because you can't get your head out of your ass. And I'm over here like, listen, Whoa. I have mom I have mama bear rage about my friends. Like, don't get me wrong. I will fucking go to bat for my friends. Yeah. That's not what mama bear rage looks like. That is no. contempt. That is venom. That is vitriol. That is not mama bear rage. That's pick me misogyny coming out. That is, mm-hmm. I will fight the battle for him. Yes. And mm. I've dealt with that uh, so many times before. Like they really do have their, it, it's a similar cadence. It's a similar look in their eyes. There's a, they, they attack in the same ways. And I was seeing a lot of my mutuals get really upset about this. Like they were genuinely heartbroken. They'd be friends only videos talking about like, I, I thought this was a safe person. I thought she was a really good person. I Maybe I've done something wrong. I don't know. And that, speaking of mama bear rage, that lit the mama bear rage within me. I'm messaging them, letting them know, like, listen, I've been through this multiple times over at this point. This has nothing to do with you. I've seen this before. You know, it, it's not okay. It's not okay. And it's not fair, but it has nothing to do with you. So I decide, you know what? Here we go. I am going to just use this as a launch point to talk about these nice guy TikTokers and, you know, the nice guys with the online platform and how they'll weaponize women. And they will get this orbit of women that they've really charmed and they've really just brought in and just like got them hook, line and sinker. And they will do these like, you know, because they'll never tell the woman, go attack that woman. She's a she's a criticizing me. They'll never do that. They do more of a, oh my God, she's just being so mean to me. And I don't understand why I'm just, I was just, you know, giving my opinion and now I'm getting attacked for it. And it's just, they're being such bullies. Like they do the sad boy strategy. Yes. And that. mm. It's interesting too, because I even had that when I talked about Matt Rife, like I had his women in my comment section and this is someone there's a chance nice guy tiktokers usually will interact right with their with their fans or or their people but like this is a guy who's never interacted with these women and they were like venomously attacking me and shredding me which i was like uh yeah i i they didn't upset me as much but it was just interesting to see like how quickly these these dudes when they foster this type of uh admiration and idealization can get these women to just like literally go for your throat 
over mm-hmm. nothing and and tear i mean shred other women call them stupid call them dumb i mean i got called ugly like so many times aging you know and it's like for who for that guy you're t- you're attacking me for this dude really all right well okay and it's always for those same talking points that every misogynist with a microphone talks about the 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 aging the like oh you're just bitter it's verbatim it's so good it never changes never change so it sounds like much like another big tiktok creator he might have gotten some pushback to -hmm. something he said and then created a broad video instead of like i did blank i'm addressing like he did a broad video of like i have a boundary that let men do the work and don't come for us and don't judge us and don't critique us. We need space. Mm. I would assume somebody somewhere was like, hey, guy, I don't like what you're doing because something sparked that, right? Mm-hmm. And now, and now, so he's said that and people are calling out that response because that is such a red flag. You and I talked about this before. It's like if a guy who is supposedly a feminist creator cannot take pushback or critique when he is critiquing and supposedly unpacking the very thing he's being accused of and should therefore unpack something's wrong something is very wrong okay so and then this girl is coming out and and for unknown reason well actually you know what for absolutely known reasons is attacking some women yes and i mean it, it, it really says a lot. I, I will butcher the the quote. And, you know, so as a caveat, I'm paraphrasing here where it's, I never judge, a, you know, a male feminist ally when he is busy being praised and coddled by women. I want to see how he reacts when he's getting pushed back. I want to see when he's being criticized. I want to see when he, uh, women are actively disappointed in him. How does he respond? Because when I tell you, that is when we see their true colors across the board. Yes. And a lot of them really will, like, they know that if they go at it with uh, direct aggression, they're screwed. So Mm -hmm. they they do that, like, diplomatic route, like, "Ah, I'm setting a boundary. Or they talk to all of these women behind the scenes. Yes. You know, that I'm such a victim. I'm being bullied. And then they make the women do the dirty work. It's the Charles Manson effect. A hundred percent. And that's the thing is like, I don't think people quite get because like you're seeing, maybe you see the initial video and then the stitch, and then you see a woman coming in and attacking another woman. I think so many people miss that something has gone on behind the scenes. There is a reason that a woman now is attacking, like, there are so many inappropriate relationships like going on behind the scenes where these guys will have either a discord or a mass text or DM, like just these ways that they're subtly funneling and talking to women, sometimes on a grand scale and doing exactly what you said, like sad puppy, like sad boy routine where it's like, oh gosh, I can't even say anything about it because then I'll look like I'm aggressive, even though I'm not. God, I sure wish someone could could talk to her that, you know, isn't a man because that will look bad. I can't do anything because, you know, I'm a guy and it's going to look like mansplaining if I, yes. if I- 
push back against this. Like they will always, and, and that is a thing that I have seen both offline and online is that they will, again, they will never directly say, hey, go attack this person, go mass report, go like make your own video tearing her to shreds. But just, oh, by golly gee, my hands are tied. I'm being bullied, but I can't do anything about it because, you know, society has decided that men's feelings don't matter. Mm -hmm. So I guess I can't do anything. And then they've riled up all of those women that he's he's spent so many months charming. And that's another thing to remember. These are not random women that he's like, you know, DMing out of nowhere. He has put in the work yes. to rope these women in. And now he's playing the victim and being like, oh, by golly, gee, if only so I just can't do anything. And those women immediate call to action. Okay, no, I got this. I'm a woman. It's a level playing field if I go after her. And then they just go right in for the kill. Mm -hmm. And, you know, meanwhile, the guy gets a, you know, his hands are quote unquote clean. But as I've mentioned about uh, Charles Manson, there's a reason why Charles Manson got life in prison, despite the fact that his, there was technically no blood on his hands. Mm -hmm. Didn't matter. Um, I had a few people, uh, when I talked about the Charles Manson effect, be like, really, you're going to compare these TikTokers to Charles Manson? And I'm like, no, obviously he's not, or they're not orchestrating the, the, the death of an actress. Sure. This is not, <laughs> it's, you know, but it's the same kind of idea where he is the, um, charismatic epicenter who yeah. takes these women who are for one reason or another, very vulnerable and sends him out to do his bidding. If we were back in the day where he could have a platform, he probably would have had a platform. It's it's the <laughs> technique we're talking about, which is I will orchestrate these women who who worship me almost, like who just think I'm the best and will do what I say to do my bidding because I want my hands clean, right? That's that's what we're talking about. We're obviously not saying that they are Charles Mason. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we gotta use, it's, we're, it's symbolism there a little bit. Like we gotta, mm -hmm. it's all right. Well, like we, we can use analogies and metaphors yes. and we recognize that it's not a complete line by line itemized list of the exact same thing. That's like, somebody who doesn't want to understand you. If, if they were literally trying to argue, they're, they're looking for something to say why you're wrong. It's like, okay, when I see a woman who is spewing venom in a misogynistic way where I expect that to be a man doing that, like the way that, the way that they are talking to the woman is what you would expect from a misogynist. I'm always like, what's going on here? Like, this feels like the puppet, where's the puppet master? Right. Like, I feel like I can almost see the strings right yes. above them as they're yes. talking. Yes. A hundred percent. Because it is, it's, it's never the talking points that like, again, I get mama bear rage. I will be very defensive for my friends and defensive for friends who are, you know, either assigned male at birth or, you know, identify as a guy like I, and I will defend them. But there's a world of difference between defending your friend and regurgitating these anti-women, just full-on misogynistic hatred. Yes. And, you know, it really is, once you spot the nice guy TikToker, it, it really, you, you watch one or two of their videos and it's, they might as well have a neon sign above their heads. It's the same with the women. Like you, you watch them talk and you go, 
this isn't about defending a friend like th this you are a vessel for someone else's vitriol and it's fueled by whatever is going on here that yeah. you have not properly processed yourself it's amazing to see that go down because here's the thing a true feminist a true actual nice guy no quotations would not want that to happen mm -hmm. and would ask it to be taken down mm -hmm. like there is no way like to, to act like, like, oh, I didn't do that. It's like, he could ask her to take it down. He could ask them to stop. Like, just like anybody can with a friend, like there is a reason that it's up still. And if he was truly nice, even if this person did it of their own accord, it would be very easy for him to be like, hey, that's a little much, a little too much there. I've had my own situations where people were ready to go to bat for me and I would appreciate that they would like show me what they want to post and I would be like hey listen this is combative in a way that is going to cause more harm than good. Um, I mean you don't need to need to reshoot it but if you're going to post something I, I it's got to be different. I, I really can't get behind this and I, I, I literally have been there where you know you have that moment of like well it's going to be you know team me so i guess that's great but there's going to be more harm caused than good no i can't be okay with this so yeah like it says a lot that the, the at best you get these guys going hey i didn't tell her to do that they they won't even say publicly to take it down they'll just be like i didn't tell her free speech. She can do what she wants. Yeah. Okay. Sure. She can do what she wants, but you know, what's a crazy thing. Like if I have a close enough friendship where we feel that bond, where we want to defend each other. If I say, Hey, you're defending me in a way that's actually really toxic. They're going to listen. So why would I go, Oh no, free speech. I didn't tell them to do that. No, you, you, you are full on endorsing. Yeah, of course. So what happened when these women are posting these attack videos on the other women? Like, what was the response to that? Well, I mean, from the um, people on the other side who were, you know, the ones who had been calling out. And I will tell you right now, those the call outs were so respectful, Ugh. just saying, you know, like, hey, you know, a lot of them were giving him ample benefit of the doubt but was like this is not how we go about it a lot of them were from fellow men um because even when i was publicly making my video i don't name names and in my comments are like oh you gotta name names and i was like you know what i'm still not gonna i'll let you know about the men who stitched it because i just i i've watched my 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 women mutuals get attacked i'm not gonna put them through it here are the men who were saying some of the most level-headed stuff ever and they're still getting the same treatment and they're getting blocked and i'm watching all of my mutuals go what's going on here i don't understand like they, they, a lot of them got blindsided by this because they are they were mutuals not only with this guy but with all of these women as well and a fascinating thing happened when I made my video, which I, I can't stress enough. I was using my video as a launch point to talk about the bigger subject at hand, sure. which was weaponizing women. And once you know how to spot it, you you can spot it. It's 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 pretty instant. I never mention him. And yet in my comments, here are these women naming my mutuals by name like oh well narcissistic so-and-so definitely sent you to attack us so she could play the victim again what 
I kid you. Oh my God. And all I could do is just be, and, and for one of them, I just commented uh, quad erit demonstratum, which basically Latin for, look, they're fucking doing what I talked about. <laughs> like Exhibit A. Right? Like, I, you know, the, my, it's the intellectual way of saying, yes. uh, uh, fucking A, guys, see? Um, You're doing the thing. Right? Like, they're, uh, like I rest my point. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and, oh, God. And the craziest part, too, uh, was yesterday, my video was temporarily taken down, given community guidelines violations. Most other videos had been taken down, community guidelines violations. It was very clear that there was this coordinated mass reporting. I mean, the good news is, is that I appealed it and I don't, I don't know if I've ever had a quicker appeal process in my life. <laughs> 10 minutes later, videos back up and they're like, thank you for your patience. And I was like, yeah, because I, this is, this doesn't violate anything. Right. But we've seen that before. Again, these, these nice guy TikTokers, they, they weaponize the women. If they're not overtly making videos and attacking or commenting, they're behind the scenes, mass reporting. I, I can think of three of my mutuals off the top of my head with other nice guy TikTokers who would create even just gentle pushback. And those nice guys would have, again, the discourse, uh, discord server, the mass text. They were able to, you know, basically rile these women enough that they would actively gloat about how they just reported that video and the video gets taken down the entire profile might have um a, a, a community warning yeah sometimes the entire profile's taken down and it it is completely designed to silence anyone who's talking about that nice guy and it's a crazy thing too is as you just mentioned like even like this the slightest of pushback because the video is him being like, you need to give men space and you need to allow them to be imperfect or whatever. And mm -hmm. people were responding with like, eh, that's not a great take. Mm -hmm. We're not centering men at the, at the, we, like you don't, we don't need to center men when it's the men that cause the harm. They can still be included and cared for, but they're not the center. And that's not even like an attack on him, really. It's just like, hey, this isn't a good, this isn't a good take. And he's doing all of this and all, and his followers are all up in everybody's business over that? Yeah. It's and not even an accusation. It, it really isn't. And, and, and the, the two videos that I was kind of directing people towards, I'm like, if you want to know more about it, these are the two creators you can um, look at. And again, specifically making sure it's only the men that I was, you know, kind of putting that spotlight on. And both of them had these incredible, like, um, uh, discussions about what harm reduction actually means and when it's uh, okay to focus on harm reduction. Um, one of my mutuals talked about when we're talking about harm that's done to self, like, say, addiction. Harm reduction makes a lot of sense then. But if you're talking about harm to others, you can't ask the others to be like, handle that harm because harm reduction it's not how it works so it's, hold on can you real sorry before will you explain how harm reduction came into play and then why they were then oh yes arguing I, that I, point? I, there's a really good chance that i thought about the harm reduction part really loudly in my head and i haven't said it out loud yet <laughs> so the argument 
for letting men do the work and not um, demanding perfection is from harm reduction. We're doing a harm reduction standpoint here, which is nonsense. As somebody who works in the mental health field and, you know, one of the places where she works at is for drug detox. Mm -hmm. That's not how harm reduction works. That's someone who co-opted a term and, and ran wild with it. So what and, is harm? What explain harm reduction in its true form? Alrighty. Um. So harm reduction. I mean, to be totally Yogi Berra, but is to reduce harm, not necessarily sure. to <laughs> solve it. A great example is um methadone clinics, uh, especially when we're talking about um uh, clean injection sites. So uh, talking about addiction, where if you are somebody who's struggling with say heroin addiction, instead of being in somebody's like CD basement with a dirty needle, you're going to get hepatitis, you're going to get HIV. We also don't know what you're injecting yourself with. You might OD. You go to a like a clean injection site where they'll use a clean needle. They'll monitor you. They'll, they'll mon you know, like, and the idea is we are going to reduce harm. We can't just say, stop doing heroin because, I mean, yes, that would be great. Ideal let's let let's kick the addiction yeah but until then we're going to reduce harm um so that's kind of the idea is is uh, uh and usually and I, this honestly is the first time i've heard harm reduction outside of the world of addiction right um because it usually is about hey addiction is a beast let's you know if it, until we can truly put it into its own cage how do we reduce harm what can we do here to help you out here yes um and this person decided, oh, hey, that's a cool term. I'm going to use it to say you got to excuse men when they say misogynistic shit and you you should never take them to task because now you're demanding perfection, blah, blah, the blah. The guy, the actual guy used the term harm reduction. Oh, in his video, verbatim talks about, oh, this is about harm reduction. That is, is his main argument is that we can't be demanding perfection. It's about harm reduction. And a lot of my mutuals would give these amazing philosophical takes on, hey, listen, this is what harm reduction actually means. And this is where we can't be using the term harm reduction. If it's harm to self, yes, let's talk about harm reduction. If it's harm to others, it is not fair to ask the others to basically take it on the chin for harm reduction. That's that's not how it works. Like, huh, a little racism is okay. No, we're not doing that. I'm... I am literally, I'm just over here, mouth open, uh, speechless. So if I'm understanding what we're saying right now, he is suggesting, hey, you know, men, we've been the ones in power. We've been the ones who are sexist. We've been the ones who are misogynist. We've been the ones who've been exerting our power over you and dominating you. But you should really cut us a break. You should mm -hmm. really let us, which in this case would be excusing these acts like excusing misogyny excusing uh could be anger but but these moments where that misogyny is coming out on people we should excuse that for less harm on the misogynist is is that mm -hmm. what i am that hearing? is basically it so if, mm. a, if a man is fumbling remember that he's 
fumbling forward and we should encourage the forwardness. And obviously this is my paraphrase. Um, that, that was another thing too, when my mutuals were getting attacked, like, well, you're not, you're taking his words out of context and you're not watching his whole video. Oh, I love that line. I love that line. Cause I'm like, yeah, I watched 10 seconds. I just made a whole video off of 10 seconds. Right. And, you know, adding in my own personal anecdote, I remember when my own abuser was like, well, she's taking my words out of context. She's taking my actions out of context. And then I provided context with receipts. And it's like, oh, it was actually way worse, <laughs> way worse than when I was just alluding to it. You didn't want the context, but here it is. <laughs> That's right? so interesting because it's like the person who's stabbing you is like, hey, but I'm stabbing you less so you shouldn't be mad that I'm cutting you. You know, you you should have empathy for that. Uh, even though <laughs> I'm, know, I'm the one who said, like, huh? Is right? it the, I'm the one being harmed. Like, what do you mean? Who, harm reduction, who's harm? There's no, you're, you're the, give, doing harm. How can I reduce, like, <laughs> how, why are we worried about your harm when I am the <laughs> one being harmed? It's like, yeah, you know, I did stab you, but the stabbing was kind of inevitable. But I stabbed you in the liver, which is a really regenerative, uh, vital yeah. organ. I could have stabbed you in the lungs. I it back yeah. in, like two months ago, I'd have stabbed you right in the heart. Like, exactly. I, I've, like, if anything, I've gotten better. You should give me a pass. That's insane. And to use that term, because when you use that term, it shows you like because it's predominant. I'm sure it's used in other cases. But if it's predominantly being used in the world of addiction, right, which is, you know, it is a disease, so much of it is is things that you can't help. It's like, so are you seeing your misogyny as like an addiction where you're almost the victim of your misogyny? Because we're getting in a really yucky area right now if you're trying to say those two are in the same ballpark. I mean, they will weaponize literally anything and <laughs> everything. And that will include uh, anything that is close to that world of like, you know, uh, substance abuse uh, disorders and mental health disorders and being like, I just can't help it that I hate women and treat them like objects. I have a disease. <laughs> I know. I, that's like the same people who will be like, you should feel bad for narcissists. Like they can't help it. And I'm like, it is one of the only mental disorders where they purposefully seek out people to leech off of and destroy. It is purposeful. They like actions are taken and enjoyed. Don't um, start with me. <laughs> I, oh man. And I, and as somebody who is a clinical mental health grad, who's read the DSM cover to cover twice now, and I have to do it a third time, Jesus. especially including the, the history behind the DSM. When I tell you this is a hill I will not just die on, but I will kill everyone <laughs> around me on the way down. Because when when uh, not a lot of people know that uh, in 2014, they almost took NPD, which mind you, uh, a narcissistic personality disorder uh, was only added in 1980. It almost got taken out in 2014 due to lack of validity in the diagnostic criteria. Interesting. I hate the... Right. And I hate the personality disorder uh, categorization system in general. Yep. That is another area where the most common criticism you will see is its lack of sufficient validity and reliability, which basically is fancy pants research talk for uh, there's not much consistency. And I don't think it's measuring what you think it's measuring. 
So I have so many opinions on that. Um, also, narcissist is the only, uh, or specifically narcissistic is the only adjective in all of the DSM that we have decided is synonymous with the personality disorder. Mm, interesting. Mm. Like I can call someone, oh, they're being really dependent, but I'm not diagnosing someone with dependent personality disorder. And it's not, oh, you're poo-pooing people with dependent personality disorder. Yes. I can say someone's being paranoid. And obviously I'm not diagnosing them with paranoid personality disorder yes. or poo-pooing. Yes. And, and the funniest thing is, and I always tell people like you, you hear about the big baddies, you hear about narcissistic personality disorder, antisocial and borderline, the yep. three big baddies, I'm going to put in quotations of uh, uh, cluster B's, but I'm like, listen, look into cluster A's and cluster C's and the rest of cluster B's. And you're going to notice a very interesting pattern. These, you can, you can almost see these straight white rich men standing around being like, yeah, that's probably a disorder, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's, this is my soapbox. I will <laughs> forever get an if I get an opportunity to soapbox on it I will because I hate that it's it, the enlightened take of like but you know what maybe they have um a mental health issue uh so do I <laughs> I don't do any of that <laughs> I got several I, I I don't get to like freak out on say the Applebee's waitress and be like, yeah. listen, listen, I was diagnosed with a generalized anxiety disorder in 2018. So if you Her get reduction, a reduction, right? I was about to say that that was one of my first uh, official diagnoses. Oh, it's, it's very interesting because I, I think just the idea now, obviously he wasn't saying I'm a narcissist, but the fact that his page is supposedly mm -hmm. dedicated to unpacking and, you know, deconstructing misogyny. Mm -hmm. And yet the first thing he does is reject accountability, mm -hmm. which is the first thing you have to do in order to change. It's yeah. so interesting to me, like that he would immediately go like harm reduction. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a, And to say this is a boundary. So it's like, First of all, it's not what a boundary is, but love that for him. But the idea of like, my boundary is you don't get to critique me. Mm -hmm. Um, this work, buddy. <laughs> also, like one, this is social media. Two, mm -hmm. then don't don't be doing what you're doing. If you want to be unpacking stuff, you have to be open to criticism. Like that's mm -hmm. how we all learn. So it's just like the more they try and show you they're not bad the more they show you they are like the they're like red flag red flag red flag red flag you're like this isn't red flag and then they th pull out three more you're like um you're waving them it's a parade there's so many red flags right now <laughs> i didn't realize we were in soviet russia but all right <laughs> where are we <laughs> oh harm that's gonna stick with me that it's, he called it harm reduction because it's like uh, where's who's who's harm who's being harmed right now is the harm in the room <laughs> is the harm reduction in the room with us where do you see how old is it can it talk um yeah wow that's i i mean i i recently had um i did a little bit of a experiment in my comment section i had mm -hmm. some misogynists coming for me which is nothing new they're arguing with me usually honestly they don't come for me personally as much as they argue with me mm -hmm. but 
he was arguing with me and I was like, I'm just going to ask basic questions. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to come for him. Cause I don't do that either. You should just block people. Cause it's like, you're not here to learn. You're not, you just want to start some. So yes. I just literally asked the most, ba- I, I was like, what do you mean by that? Because his argument was, I was saying that men get mad at women who don't need them because they are the men who are refusing to be desirable. They want to be needed instead of wanted, because if you're wanted, then you have to have traits and skills and do the work, right? Uh That's all I was talking about. And he just went off and was like, toxic women are pushing this idea. And I was like, are we, because there's three women talking when I did my podcast with the Rat Girl podcast. I was like, do you mean the three of us are toxic? Because I I, literally clarifying questions only just to see where it would go. And he was like, I never said that. And I'm like, okay, what is toxic about women saying they don't need men? And second line was, we're not gaslighting here. I won't be gaslit. And I was like, why do they always go to terms they don't understand? <laughs> like, why? Oh, my Can you imagine so, like with your full chest, just using words you don't know? <laughs> what? I had that happen to me and specifically with the term gaslighting when it came to my own abuser where mm. I, I the one that I remember the most specifically is uh and this is the one that ended up being like I would publish like the voice note where he's yelling at me and I am oh. telling him you started yelling at me because I asked you if you'd been honest about something. And he's like, you're gaslighting me. I'm like, I'm no, I'm just, I'm trying to hold you accountable for yelling at me. Well, I'm on the phone with my friend, mind you, the same kind of like weaponized woman, like only this case for triangulation. Well, I'm on the phone with this friend and she is, uh, she agrees with me. You're gaslighting me. It's like, that's no, (laughs) you're gaslighting me literally, like <laughs> by saying i'm gaslighting you you're gaslighting me because like that reality is not re- like you are making me question the actual reality and putting a false reality forward huh which you're like i'm so ga- i'm gaslit right now but what's interesting about that is so i want to talk just briefly triangulation is a technique that narcissistic people will use or manipulative people in general it doesn't have to be someone who's narcissistic and again narcissism like like you can be narcissistic mm-hmm. without being a narcissist it is per abby's beautiful point it's a, it, it's a trait it's, it's a it, you can be a mm-hmm. it can you can do something that's narcissistic without being a narcissist mm-hmm. so and i would even add and that from a clinical standpoint there is no such thing as a diagnosed narcissist that doesn't exist person oh. with npd that exists but from a clinical standpoint you can call someone a narcissist and that's not diagnosing them because literally there are no codes for narcissists it's not a diagnosis abby <laughs> is losing her mind right now i, I when She's i tell raging. you i will die on this i know it. nuclear bomb like oh. <laughs> okay so so it <laughs> I love, I love how fired up you get about the DSM and everything else. This is my one, this, yeah, this is my romance. We've talked many times about this. We've done like hour long Marco Polo's about this. Okay. Oh my God. It really is my mark. This is my Roman empire right here. I totally understand. I'm, I'm with you a hundred percent. So triangulation is when they will get a third party aligned with them and then will use that third party to manipulate you. So Mm -hmm. if they don't want to do a, like a, a straight attack on you they will pull the third party in uh 
this can be their friends this can be your friends this can be your family uh oftentimes this is will happen like while you're still together like if, it, if you're in a romantic pairing for example they will start triangulating while you're still together so they'll be like yeah she's been a little crazy lately to your friend or to your parent like i'm really worried about her so that when something happens they've already laid the groundwork to have your mental state emotional state be under under question to be questionable because then it's easier for them to manipulate and the more people they can get against you the easier it is for them to control you now in the case of these tiktokers uh they are triangulating with so many people i, I don't need quad i don't even know so many angles i uh, want to know where they're getting all of this time because if i have to text more than like four or five people in a day like what else is my to-do list is shot like where are these where are they getting the time but they're living for the the validation mm, true that's this, feeding this is them. their fuel it's their fuel and they're probably doing mass texts and they're probably doing group chats it's like the same as the guys who date like 20 girls at once and you're like how could you even wh with what time it's like because they're they are enjoying it and living for it and like you know they have like little secrets where it's like i'll text hey babe and snapchat hey babe and it'll go you know they're they're very good morning beautiful oh then you don't have to say my name do you yeah you don't know who this is going to i learned that was that was something i learned men did and i was like oh that's horrifying um <laughs> anywho but yeah, it's it's very interesting to see the the triangulation and the way that they put in the just like I said, they can start to triangulate early, like but the work they put in ahead of time uh -huh. to align these women to them so that when this happens, it's barely any work at all for them right. to take women who like seemingly aren't evil like seemingly aren't mean like these were women they were friends with the your friends that are the creators like to to in an instant almost turn them and then get them to be vile i mean you sent me one of the videos and it was nasty mean it was like you're stupid like you're a stupid person like when i ooh. tell you that was some triggering stuff like yes and from a woman of all like mm -hmm. and not not a woman that's in, like from a side person into yeah I, I i'm like with you where i i could feel mm. the triangulation i could feel the venom i could feel the puppetry and it's like damn mm. that's awful like and again to tear this woman to shreds for what for disagreeing right like for saying rethink that and that really becomes one of those moments of, okay, uh, why are you ups this upset? Oh, well, I'm upset because my friend has been attacked. No, no, no. This, this is not the energy of my friend's been attacked. Again, we've discussed, we know what mama bear rage looks like. Yes. This is, why are you this upset? I, and I will, I will tell you, I was prepared for those women to set their sights on me because I, I'm basically an outsider again. I didn't even know who this dude was. And I was ready for them to start attacking me. And I was ready to just be like, why are you this upset? Why? Not that th this is more than you're upset about your friend. Why? Um, you know, what's interesting about that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Mel Hamlet, I'm sure. Oh, yes. We are, she's one of my mutuals. I, I love her. Just interviewed her love her she's so good but we were talking about um we're talking about the fact that when you're in a bad relationship 
you will stop talking to your friends when you know you're in a bad relationship because you know they're going to call you out you know they're going to ask questions and i said you need to talk to your friends and she chimed in and was like if you're ready to hear the truth Mm -hmm. and that was what was interesting to me i mean she was still pushing for the fact that like talk to your friends but that was what was interesting because she's like if you're not ready for it or you you can it'll just make you mad like you can Uh piss someone off and that was so interesting to me because like you look at this person and i think like god if you said that to me Mm. if you were like reagan why are you so mad about this and honestly as someone who with a mood disorder like that happens to be a ton like Mm -hmm. i have like my wife for example has to be like hey i appreciate how passionate you are about this random thing that happened at the grocery store but we're an hour in and I just want to make sure you're good because sometimes overreacting means something else is going on, whether that's stress, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, you know, you're an anxious oh, person. Oh yeah. You get it. I, <laughs> I like have living a it. about that myself recently enough. So <laughs> I, I, I feel this, but the, the issue is you could fully say that you could say, Hey, with all the love and compassion in the world, and I, I have love and compassion for people I don't know. Like, truly, like any woman struggle, like I'm with you. I'm, I'm here for it. If, if you're ready to shift, I'm shifting with you. But you could say that and the truth would be something that this person was so not willing to, to accept. And so they would probably just attack you because they're not, you're coming with all the right things. They are not willing to accept it, especially, I'm assuming, I'm assuming they wouldn't be by their behavior, uh, especially if they're in this world mm-hmm. and they're attacking women because that, that um, the cognitive dissonance that has to exist to say, I love feminism. I'm in, fe- well, we see that with white feminism, but that's a tale, that's a story for another time. Uh-huh. Um, but you know what I mean? That, like to, to exist within that sphere and to be friends with, creators and to create content and then when a guy that you're friends with gets some some pushback but but like justified almost like a intellectual pushback right mm-hmm. about your ideas it's not even you as a person it's your ideas mm-hmm. to then shred women to mm-hmm. attack them to demean them i mean it was the stuff i saw nasty like to call them stupid and uneducated and let me talk slow and do you need a crayon like the dissonance that has to exist to allow you to do both of those things mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine that they would be open to feedback oh god no i mean i always use the example um because you know my, one of my favorite taglines basically is cognitive dissonance does damage and the metaphor i will use is if someone hands you a drink and says this is coca-cola but it's actually sweet tea in in the cup and you take a sip and you taste the sweet tea what is your reaction going to be oh they said coca-cola but that's sweet tea mm, yay sweet tea uh, oh, wow, they lied to me. That was kind of fucked up of them. Or, oh my God, this Coca-Cola went bad. It's option number three. Right. And I've been there myself where I'll take a sip and uh, of something that I thought was going to be something else. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, this like lemonade went bad. No, yeah, it didn't yeah, go yeah. bad. It's like high C. <laughs> um, and, and that's what's happening is yeah. basically they're, they're like the easiest route is the woman is rancid, basically. You know, mm. only <laughs> replace Coca-Cola with woman. 
And I mean, That's I fascinating. get it. Abby, that is fascinating. And the easiest thing is like, it's not the hand that gave it to me. It's the drink. It's not me. It's not me. It's not the person. It's the drink itself. It is. And there is nothing in this world. And it, it kind of follows the, the same pattern of, you know, uh, what's the easiest way out? Well, it's also easiest to shoot the messenger. There is nothing in this world that uh, will create more anger and, and venom than being a mirror to someone who is not ready to see that reflection. Yes. And I've been there. Oh, God, Oh, I've been girl. there. Like, <laughs> Friend. I... I still remember with my own abuser where I had, I had two friends specifically with the first time that that crap really showed and he flipped out on me and I told them about it and they were like, you need to break up with him. Don't take him back. This is how he's going to be. But, 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 and they were all right. None of them were wrong about what they said, but I wasn't ready to hear that. So I just, uh, I'm just going to stop talking to them stop talking about my relationship because I'm not ready for this. Um, I mean, it, it is really tough. If you are not ready to hear it, you will shoot the messenger. And it's it, it. there's nothing you can do. If you are that friend on the other side, there's nothing you can do. That's one of the hardest, harshest realities as a friend, because Mm-hmm. like I, as someone who has dealt with like narcissistic guys or just like toxic men and has friends who date um, toxic men, uh, you cannot push too hard. You cannot say too much because if you do, you will become the enemy. And I, I think it's this whole thing just from experience too, being on the other side of that it's like when you're with someone who's treating you poorly or it could be a nice guy TikTok, you've aligned yourself with like one you probably have had to defend in your own mind what they've done you are so used to it like at some point You get in the pattern, like once someone does it enough to you, you do it for them. So they'll do something shitty. Your mind's already spinning about, well, here's what I did that was bad. And here's what I could do different. And here's why that wasn't as bad as it felt like. They will put you in a position to be used to that. And they will train you to do it on your own. It's like you almost abuse yourself for them. You gaslight yourself for them. And if you're in that cycle, when someone comes to you with, whatever you go into defense mode and when you're in defense mode you're in alignment if you are defending them you're aligned with them and it actually will make you put you closer to them in this very strange way just like these women feel like i'm in alignment through my defense the more i'm defending the more i'm with them and it's the same mentality and it's really it's scary as the person in it and it's scary as the friend But it is so clear when you watch it happen. Like these these women are absolutely like the more the more I'm in his camp, the more I'm aggressive, the more I attack his enemies, the more I prove we are in alignment. And if he's in these circles, that's a scary part. The scary part is of the TikToker nice guys is they are around traumatized women. I think most women have trauma, but a lot of the women, myself included, who are in these spaces. are actively working on what they have and what they've been through. 
So a lot of us are very susceptible to that type of that, that ingrained reaction to negative pushback on men we care about. So it's yeah. like, they've teed us up. They've found us, like, even if he hadn't got his little tentacles into their brains, like through his social media, like they may do it out of habit mm-hmm. and he's banking on it. It really is. And it gets into something that really, um, shows how much the 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 nice guy tiktoker the nice guy misogynist the 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 feminist ally who is nothing but a male chauvinist behind the scenes he just cosplaying feminism yeah how dangerous they are because like here's the thing we have the most incredible intuitive systems we can pick up on these red flags but here's this guy who is saying i'm an ally and i'm here for you and ba 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 and then we also have society saying, uh, don't be such a stuck up bitch. You're, you're, you know, give the guy a chance, blah, 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 blah. So you have these two forces, just, just one, two punching you. And then the red flags start to kind of start showing up. And there's just something, you know, you're the, 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 the spidey sense is tingling and it could be as simple as, man, they're doing this really weird copy paste of women's talking point, uh, talking points, but there's there, there's something about it that's wrong it's i call it the un uh the empathy uncanny valley uh man they just said a thing and that's really not what a feminist ally would say blah 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 blah. but we start immediately dismissing it in real time because of those two things because well no he said he's a good guy society tells me i need to be deferring to him and i need to stop being so stuck up so you are primed. We've already gaslit ourselves. So we are in this place of every red flag is just me being a stuck up bitch. Mm-hmm. So that means if any other woman starts talking, oh, she's an extra stuck up bitch. Because I understand that mine is because I'm a stuck up bitch. She's even worse than me. And it, so it, you've already primed yourself to to um, hate anybody who is shining a light on the red flags that you consciously or unconsciously dismissed. Yeah. Cause it's like to accept that is to accept all the other things mm-hmm. and to accept, I thought this was a good one and this is a bad one. Mm-hmm. You know what it kind of reminds me of? It's like the analogy of like a lobster in a pot or whatever, right? Like if you crank it up and you drop it, it's like, whoa, you know, but if you put it in the water and then you just slowly turn up the dial that's what i feel like these nice guy tiktokers are like if they started by saying like leave men alone we're doing our stuff (laughs) we'd be like oh this is the boiling water yeah you gotta get out (laughs) jump out of this pot but what they do is they'll lull you into like oh let me let's just get into this pot real quick it's just like a little bit warm Mm -hmm. um but it's a little warmer, but like all these things you're saying are great. And then they slowly will do the dial. They'll throw in one video where you're like, oh, that felt a little weird. I think it's getting hotter in here. But then the rest of the content's fine. You get used to it. And then mm-hmm. they crank the dial again. And before you know it, you have been inundated with all these videos where it once felt it was cool, like cool waters of feminism, all of a sudden the hot waters of chauvinism. Mm-hmm. And you haven't even realized it. You've you've slowly been indoctrinated into this guy's ideas. And now he has all these women who worship him, mm-hmm. who will be 
the massages for him, who will do the mean stuff for him. And it's like, they're never going to come out and just tell you how awful they are. They're going to slowly introduce ideas. We've seen this so many times before with these dudes. And then eventually you're like, wait, all of his content has this weird tinge to it. Like it's almost like the way that they'll even talk about women will shift and you'll feel like, oh, that felt, there was something there. There's some hate there. A message for you women. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sorry, some of you took this the wrong way. Because of you and your trauma. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's where they're dangerous. They, they, they're they slow and steady. Mm -hmm. They just slip stuff in. They do enough to form a toxic bond. So if they get called out, they then can weaponize it. 100%. Because, I mean, that that is that whole thing. They know that they can't really show their real selves. And the real kicker is that we're starting to wise up. We're starting to notice when eh, this went from lukewarm to a little uncomfortably warm. I know what's going on here. If we start calling that out, what are you talking Why? You think that I am all about the boiling water, but the water's only 105 degrees Fahrenheit. I can't believe you are calling me and saying that I'm going to be a boiling water. You have to give water the chance to get right. warmer without boiling. Give it space. Right. It's going to boil sometimes. Harm reduction, please. Right? It's just harm reduction. And you know what? Sometimes, sometimes it will be 125 and maybe that's uncomfortable for you, but it'll bring it back down to 100 and you know how dare you you're demanding a perfection out of that pot of water you'll get third degree burns it's fine it'll heal right you hysterical women and your super sensitive skin anyways that's that skin is only sensitive because of your trauma you only got that third degree burn because of your trauma that's your own trauma the burn was already there from another man you just think it was me Right. Oh, oh, was that was that me and my boiling water actually burning your skin? Or is that because your skin got burned before? Did you just not notice it until I shed light on it? <sighs> mm -hmm. I don't want to pay for the burns of another pot. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> it's so The real. sheer number of them will do that. Like, well, yeah. I, I like you because you're not like other women. Other women make me pay for the sins of the men who came before and you're different. If you hear any guy say, you're not like other girls, run. Mm. Or if you hear a girl say that, that's also a red flag. Ooh. Now, when we get into the non-binary world and the trans world, I don't, I don't know where those red flags are, to be honest with you. Mm. I, you know what? I think any, if any gender is like, I'm glad you're not like the gender, the rest of the gender I'm attracted to, or like, I am not like my gender. Yeah, I think that's usually a pretty, pretty big red flag. Yeah. And honestly, I would say even when we're talking about like cut and dry, like a woman being like, man, I'm really glad that he's not like other men. Even in that context, my, my darlings run because no, 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 no. We we can't be playing this game right here because it's, yeah. it's, it's just ugh, this we're we're setting one or both people up for a really bad situation. Yep. And to, just to bring it full circle that's probably what's happening with this these guys is that these women are saying mm -hmm. he's not like other guys he's mm -hmm. different and then they reach the point where it's either i double down or i back all the way up mm -hmm. and a lot of times they double down because it's easier to double down it's more you know i look at it like say like 
I did something wrong. Like as someone who dealt with like anger, <laughs> bipolar stuff, um, when I when I would realize I was, was out of line, it always in the moment felt better to go mad than it did to stop and say, okay, I fucked up. I, I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not in control. I'm, I need to, I need to step away. Right. Cause you have to be like, oh, oh shit. It's me. You know, that's always so much harder. Now, granted it felt like shit after I was mad, but like in the moment, there was always that moment that I was like, okay, stop. You're, you're, you're not where you want to be and you're not headed in a good direction. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times like with these women or even I've probably experienced it myself. It's like, you're at the precipice. You can either double down or you can say, oh shit, no, 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 this is me. And in this case, it's like, it is more gratifying in the moment to be the protector of the man, to be aggressive and angry and to vilify the woman. Like that feels better. I think to these women than to say, oh shit, I have been fooled. I have been duped. I have been tricked again by a man and I am now hurting women. Yeah. Better, better to spit out the Coca-Cola and say it's rancid than admit that I got lied to. Mm -hmm. And uh, I encourage everyone listening to make the choice to step back. Like it's okay. If you feel those red flags, like take a minute take a step back. I, I mean, obviously this podcast wouldn't exist if I didn't take a step back several times, mm -hmm. but I know how painful it is. And I know Abby does too, to realize I was wrong. This, mm -hmm. this person is bad. This person I've defended is not kind, is not loving, is not feminist, is not, does I have my best interest in mind, does not care about me in the way that I thought they did. That sucks. And that's hard to handle. It's hard to process. It's hard to deal with. But it is so much better to get out early than to double down and stay in because yeah. it can only get worse. We do not need sunk cost fallacy in this game. And and for those who uh, need a like, quick refresher on sunk cost, that is, well, I've already put, say, $50 into this, like, Ram shackle car that it should be just sold for parts. Well, I already put fifty dollars in, so let me put another hundred. I well, I have to put another two hundred in because if I admit that the original fifty and a hundred were you know wasted, well, well then it was a waste. But so I'll just keep putting more money in, and th that Ram shackle car is never going to magically become what you want it to be. You're just going to eventually be out thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of these, a lot of these nice guys know how desperate we are for safe men. I'll be the first to admit, like I, I've got people who call me a misandrist. I still just, I, I just want safe men and it will be Same. so devastating. Yeah. It'll be so devastating when you learn that a certain safe man, a man that you thought was safe is actually a piece of shit. It sucks. It really sucks. I've been there. Sit with that grief acknowledge it and sit with it because I'm going to tell you right now, if you attack your fellow woman for being, oh, you're a crazy bitch and a liar. He's in a great, he's a great man. How dare you tear that great man down? You're going to eventually learn how terrible he is. And you're not only going to be in that place of grief, but grief and guilt because you threw your fellow sisters under the bus for that dude who turned out to be terrible. 
who are now not there to help you mm -hmm. and assist you get through that. You have now cut off community. And I think that was beautifully said, Abby. And <laughs> you, <sighs> and I would yeah. also say that like truly nice men will not ask you to tear down women. Mm -hmm. Truly nice men will not want you to tear down women and mm -hmm. would be upset if you did in their name. Yeah, and truly nice men will not set it up so that it, you get a main line to harming. They're not gonna be like, oh, here's the link to the woman who's being so mean to me. But I mean, guys, don't, don't, don't um, attack her or anything. Just here's a really, really easy way to attack her. They're not gonna do that. If anything, they're going to be very like, I'm gonna kind of restrict the information you get so you can't, like even if they're genuinely being bullied, I'm going to restrict the information because I don't want you going after them. Um, and again, 9.999 times out of 10, the bullying is just being taken to task. And I have wonderful male mutuals in my life who have been like, hey, uh, someone will tell them uh, that was a bad take. And I will watch them go, whoa, you're right. That was a bad take. I'm sorry. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to take that down. You know what? I'm going to apologize. I, I, I veered left, I should have gone right. And that's that's what we need to see, not, oh my God, I'm just getting bullied and they're expecting perfection from me. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. We're not doing that. To be in accountable spaces, you need to be accountable mm -hmm. and open to change. Exactly. If, if you are talking about a community that you're not a part of, you're gonna have to acknowledge that there are gonna be times you get it wrong. I will, I will say as a white woman wanting to advocate for communities of color, I will get it wrong. And if they call me in and be like, hey, yo, that's a bad take, I don't get to go, ah, harm reduction. I have to listen and be like, that was a bad take. You're right. In any community like this, you are going to get called out because everybody makes mistakes. If you see criticism as attack and being called, called in even as attack, mm -hmm then if anybody sees it that way, then they are not in that area for the right reason. And try to recognize these things that Abby and I are talking about. Like if you can get them in your mind, if you can see guys going off when they're slightly called out, which is very common, like to be called out, start noting this, start flagging this because you can actually avoid ending up following men who don't have your best interest at heart and may even try and manipulate you. Mm -hmm. Nip that in the bud before <laughs> it becomes an overwhelming vine. Because yes. <laughs> there's so many. Oh, God, Abby. Okay. Oh, Abby. it's like whack a mole. I know. Really Bonk one, three more pop up. Uh, these tokens. God damn it. I don't want any more. Oh, Abby. So, will you give us your info how can people reach you or read your stuff oh, wonderful well you can find me on tiktok and on instagram both are just my full name abby rosemarin 
Um, and that is R-O-S-M-A-R-I-N. A lot of people will put an E in there because of the rose, but no E, unfortunately. Um, my books are also on um, Amazon. It, the easiest way is just kind of searching my name because uh, there's I'm one of two Abby Rosemarins in this entire world, and uh, only one of us is a writer, so bada bing. So, so insightful, as always. Every single time, I'm like, oh my god. Uh, like the cup. I will be thinking about the cup theory for some time. Uh, but Abby, thank you so much for joining me today. Check out all their links. I will have them underneath this episode. Thank you so much to everybody who's listening. We have a Patreon if you want to check that out. If you like us, give us a review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening to your podcast, because it really does help. So thank you again for listening. And as always, my friends... F the nice guy. Nailed it. <laughs> Woo!